ladies and gentlemen, it's Sock Good Man, the better. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm Brian, and with me is color-coordinated Dave. You are wearing a Chicago Cubs uniform right now. Better Saw Saw podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking my own rule. What, what's your own rule? My rule is if you're not going to the game, mm-hmm. you don't wear two pieces of gear. Gear is the colloquial term for sports merchandise. Oh, thanks, Dave. Um, for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. I was so, thinking about that the other day, how it's like gear is very sports. Like if it's band stuff, you don't say gear. Mm-hmm. You say like swag or something like yeah. that. But uh, yeah, if I'm not going to the game, I don't like to wear two pieces of the same team. Right. Usually it's like bears and bulls or gotcha. I don't have any bull stuff, but I'm wearing Cubs shirt, Cubs hat. Cubs lost on YouTube. They were on YouTube? It was a YouTube free game of the week. <laughs> and awesome. uh, I realized. That's a real thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, YouTube has a free game of the week. And I'm thinking to myself that um, they're making all these changes to baseball because kids aren't watching, mm-hmm. uh, but also the broadcast kind of suck. Broadcast so, yeah, suck? the broadcast was terrible. It was like, you know, not the top tier of yeah, so broadcasters. Like for for the, uh, the, the casters, they probably have like uh, PewDiePie and, <laughs> and uh, no, they're... Mr. Beast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm giving away Wrigley Field, but... Uh, isn't that his thing? He like, gives stuff away. Yeah, it's always something ridiculous. Yeah, whatever. But no, it was like actual baseball people. But they're you know, it's not the top tier. It's YouTube. Yeah, you know, it's not Marquee Sports Network, right? Or whatever broadcast television. Yeah. Well, either yeah. way, you look quite dapper in your costume. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm cosplaying. <laughs> cosplaying. I'm cosplaying as Carlos Zambrano. For any Cubs fans out there, I want to lay this down real quick. Is they said something about how. You don't mess around with Zambrano because he'll punish you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, things are different in those days. Well, it wasn't that long ago, but you know what I mean. It was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But this, back in those days. Yeah, well, we're old. <laughs> He's <laughs> our age, man. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are talking about Better Call Saul episode 605, which is titled, What, Dave? X and grind. Bump and grind. I that don't see nothing right. wrong. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> directed. Directed. Directed by Gus Fring. G Fring, as we That's call right. him in right. the, uh, on the streets. It's a Fringumentary today. Fringumentary. All right, you ready? Here we go. Let's do it. So we open up on Lil' Kim. <laughs> yes, it is Lil' Kim. <laughs> Only this one doesn't go to jail. You know, before the last time they, <laughs> the last time that they had uh, Lil' Kim uh, opening was quite a while ago. I don't think we saw, well, her mom was in that one. But this one, like, yeah. uh, they, they had uh, somebody playing Lil' Kim's mom, mm-hmm. and uh, the actress who uh, was playing Lil' Kim's mom, uh, Kim's mom sounded a lot like Ray Seahorn. You, you did notice that. Usually I'm the one that notices things like that, but... Uh, yeah, at first I was like, did. I was like, man, would it be funny if they just had, like, Ray Seahorn in a wig? <laughs> 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 like, that's totally, like, something like a sitcom would do. Right, yeah. Right. But, yeah, uh, interesting. It definitely was not Ray Seahorn, but... No. Like, it was not Ray Seahorn. But she definitely had her... Uh, it was good casting. Yeah, good casting. Mas- mannerisms and attitude mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Apparently, they're setting it up that uh, Lil' Kim is, in fact, a thief. Yes. She's stole, into thievery and skullduggery. Stole some <laughs> earrings and a necklace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, $34 worth. Yeah, which is roughly $100 today. Did you, did you math that out? I did math that out, yeah. So, is that with today's inflation? So like next yes. week it'll be worth like $102? Right, exactly. It'll just keep going up. The value <clears throat> the value of uh, 
the little trinkets from like Claire's at the mall. <laughs> Apparently, Svensons. Sven- Svensons, it was called, I think. Svensons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Pearson. What a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's about as reasonable as the guy that caught me shoplifting. You got caught shoplifting? I got caught shoplifting. I've always been way too much of a wuss to try. Uh, I, I, I was uh, peer pressured. Peer pressure? It. Yeah. Yeah. And you got caught? And we got caught. We stole rollerblades. <laughs> really? High ticket item. Yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, was your getaway car like you were just going to wait for a car to drive by and then you were going to skate? Our get- this is no shit. <laughs> our getaway car was a Ford Festiva. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> With four of us in it that are about my size. <laughs> it was. So it was the parking lot downhill because. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would have moved. That's why we couldn't get away. Right. That's why we got caught. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we we got greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only time, <laughs> the only time I ever tried to steal anything, and I I grabbed a pair and put them in the car. And I go, let's go. And then my friend goes, go back in there and get some wheels. <laughs> Roadblades didn't come with wheels. They did, but he wanted like the uh, aftermarket oh, wheels okay, or whatever gotcha. like that. And it was yeah. that moment my inner my brain goes, we're fucked. <laughs> we're gonna get caught and we did and uh he had us all write our names down <laughs> did you write your actual name my name was doug casper nice <laughs> my phone number speaking was, of which we we meet casper later in the episode oh yeah that's yeah. Uh, ironic <laughs> yeah my phone number was uh one number off from my actual phone number nice clever which, how old were you oh 16 i think plotting motherfucker all right <laughs> All right. Swear to God, it's the only time I ever tried it. Got caught and never did it again. <laughs> so did they call the cops or anything? Uh, no, no. That was the thing. He's just like, he. he uh, we returned the merchandise. Uh-huh. He lectured us. He said to come back later hey, or where, something. Where were you stealing this from? Uh, some place in a town. <laughs> okay. A little, it was a, uh, what do you call it, an outdoor shop. Okay. Where it was like ski equipment. <laughs> it was Play like, against sports? How about this? It was a chalet oh, okay. that housed ski and bike equipment. Nice. Okay. Ski and bike chalet was it called? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, go back in there, get more stuff. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we're busted. You should have left. Yeah. And uh, you yeah. got greedy. So we wrote down names and numbers. <laughs> you literally. Got I greedy. wasn't greedy. I was. I grabbed my stuff and I was like, let's roll. <laughs> One of our friends is still in there. <laughs> Actually, one of our friends is still in there, and I said, leave him. We'll come back for him later. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I thought you've heard that before. No, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode speaks to me a little bit. <laughs> that's amazing. However, had my mom been called, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting off, no. Yeah, uh I think I mentioned this before, but like, well, I, I think I mentioned before. I've never tried shoplifting because, I, I uh, well, you know, I would also be regard. scared of your parents, right? I'm pussy, <laughs> and my dad's a small little man, but there's no no way in hell. Uh, old man strength. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, um, uh, seriously, <laughs> just lock me up, just lock me. I'd rather yeah. have my parents think I've gone missing, right? <laughs> than, than <laughs> you call my parents and tell them that I tried shoplifting something. <laughs> At least then yeah. you could get. Yo, then you can hedge your bets on them being so happy that they right. found you. They kind of like skip over the part that you were shoplifting. That yeah. would have been my like, please uh, just lock me up. <laughs> I'll, I'll just, just I'll put do a, my time, yeah. copper. <laughs> rub, rub some dirt all over my face. Tear my clothes up a little mm-hmm. bit. Drop me off on the side of the highway. Let right. me wander. Yeah, I swear to God, I'll act like uh, like I didn't remember what happened. Yeah, <laughs> like what, whatever I need to do, just don't pump me full of that drug that they were getting from the vet. 
Mm-hmm. Call it a day. I'm just saying, the one time I did get arrested, I was a full-grown-ass man, and I still wouldn't call my dad. No. <laughs> I've still, to this day, never been arrested. That's good. To, I had an awesome experience. I've talked about it before. It was mm-hmm. a good experience. Yeah. So, um, I like that Kim's, <laughs> uh, Kim's, little Kim's mom took some pride in her right. daughter getting away yeah. with it. Because the, the sea doesn't fall far from the horn. I get <laughs> Nice. Oh, wait. Her name's Kim Wexler, not the actress. Whatever. I like it. But she uh, also, well, then she ends up stealing the necklace, or the earrings. Mm-hmm. She kind of sucks. <laughs> and the opening <laughs> credits for what, Dave? Well, that, and I, th- I think this is important oh, to before mention. before we go back, okay. Uh, it's important to mention that she's told Kim, like, you got away with this. Who cares? hmm And I hate that song that reflects by Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that song came out in 1983. So that's how I did the math. Was I looked at ah. 35 dollars in 1983, roughly the equivalent of 100 today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see how you did. Because actually, I, I went back to like 2004. I forgot this was like a flashback of a you know. I originally, I originally prequel. did, I originally did that, yeah. and that would have been roughly um, 77 dollars and some odd cents. Okay. But then that song started playing. That's why I asked you what's the name of the uh, song, and I looked gotcha. up when it came out, 1983. Okay. So I'm gonna assume they were using that as a way to frame. The time period of her childhood. Yeah, and it probably lyrically lines up with what's going on, but I didn't really get into that yeah. one this this episode because I hate that song, and I'll say it again. So the weird the weird thing, right? It's the why don't you? Uh, I, I don't understand why in the middle like they do the why 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 why. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's almost like when you get that new toy and you just start playing with it, mm-hmm. like oh I can do this kind of cool thing with the sound, and then they did it, and it's super yeah. annoying. And and I, it it takes me back to working at Walmart. That's really why I hate it. Mm. I don't blame you. And it's annoying. All right. So a phone booth opening. Anything change on that one, Dave? Yeah, I don't know. It's getting more black and white. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> <I think. laughs> apparently it's gonna just gonna get all black and white and then that'll be Gene's story. And we I realized today there's nine openings, right? There's been nine up nine yeah. episodes per season. Well we got thirteen this season. Mm. So I wonder what they're gonna do. Yeah, I mean I, I, I unless we get a whole bunch of Gene at the end, because that would be kind of cool. That would be. Like like Maybe. it was like three episodes of Gene, it's like the Gene movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. So, we open up the episode proper with uh, old Howie Hamlin starting his day. Howard Hamlin works harder for his coffee than I work at my job. <laughs> right? He, uh, both he and his coffee were a pretty dark shade of mocha. He had a, he had a fantastic <laughs> can going on. Nice. And then after seeing his house, I figure it was probably just so he could camouflage and like blend in with every goddamn thing in his house. Because <laughs> everything was like dark brown and gold. That's true. Every goddamn thing. The furniture, yeah. the, the appliances, the floor. Really? I, see, I didn't ceiling, pay the attention. The fucking ceiling. I did pay attention to that, that. Every time they show coffee, they have to zoom in on the cup or like be inside mm-hmm. the machine or something right, like that. Yeah. But I, was, yeah, I wasn't really looking at the surroundings as much. Other than that, it's fabulously appointed. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's Howard Hamlin. Right. And, he, he, you know, well, he was taking... <laughs> He was taking great care to make his coffee because he was probably trying to uh, dethaw his frigid ass wife. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she kind of sucks. Yeah, Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl sucks. Remember, I was like, I was like, oh, I bet we'll see Cheryl. And That's right. We saw Cheryl, and uh, yeah. apparently they are having some marital issues. Yeah, well, she's cold. <laughs> I right. mean, he made her. Oh yeah, the peace sign. No, I, I didn't even process that when I saw it because he puts the peace sign in the coffee like a barista does, mm-hmm. and that's like peace between us kind yeah. of a deal. I didn't really catch that at the time. Like, hey, you know, it's like literally a peace offering. You know, really, Howard is, is the good guy of the show. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he man. really is. The he good is. Guy. But in this kind of a show, the good guy's the bad guy. Yep. Yep. And uh, and 
It's funny, right? Because like he he tried to get her to go to some event, mm-hmm. like, or, together. like together, and she's like, "No, nah, I'll, I'll just go." Yeah, cool. Yeah. I got this. That's cool. Yeah, that man, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> That's... Fuck. poor Howard, man. Yeah, poor Howard. He's just taking it from all sides. He uh, and he tries to give her a warning, <laughs> vaguely, <laughs> like very vaguely. Just hey, if something happens, yeah, just know yeah. something might happen. Right. And she says, "Duly noted." Duly noted. Yeah, I love that phrase. Duly noted. Yeah, you don't just note it; you note it duly. Duly. That's right. That's like I'm listening hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That sucks, though. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I so I think <laughs> I think something's gonna happen, and like he's gonna have to break or something. I guess break bad. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just snaps. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he just snaps and goes full on like. No, I was gonna say like goes postal or something and ends up taking out Kim. Maybe he's gonna maybe he'll maybe he kills Kim. Oh man, what a twist that would be, right? And then turns it on himself. Right? That would be like the third suicide in this show. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and Cheryl. And Cheryl. Yeah. Like it's just a mass murder. Just massive, yeah. Everything. Yeah. So now I'm I'm kinda more interested because they they introduced her, so it'll be interesting to see like uh if it's gonna go somewhere. Because obviously this... this is a pile on of his stress. Right. A pile on. He's taking it all in stride, though. Yeah, on the outside, like I said, like I said last episode, he he was very um, he was very relaxed about he's confronting t- Saul. <laughs> he's taking his gaslighting a lot better than Chuck did, that's for sure. <laughs> that is sure. <laughs> Boy, Chuck got hot about that. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well played. Thank you. Well played. That's like three points right Just there. Just throwing it in. <laughs> Speaking of Hamlin, Fire. we head to his office, and uh, the scene opens up with a cool camera angle of Eddie Valiant showing Roger Rabbit, Jessica playing patty cake in the pictures. <laughs> Caught me off guard so much there. I Yeah, keep going. I, I'm, just going <laughs> I'm just going to assume that's where they took the inspiration. Right. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, patty cake. Oh, man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> If anybody knows the reference to that movie, we'll write a song with your name in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at with that, Dave? Oh, I was thinking we got to do that for a listener correspondence because three people, I don't think I said the first, I think I said if you do, and like four people responded. Mm-hmm. One is already a song. Mm. Uh, Tinkers to Evers to Chance. Mm. That's, it's a poem. Okay. It's been turned into a song. Gotcha. So I was thinking about just uploading the song from YouTube oh, and be like, here you go. Lame. No. Well, I texted you about that. Yeah. If, if we should just do like a poem, you read the poem. Right, right, right. And then, yeah, a couple other people, Gnome Nuts. You know, you write a song about Gnome Nuts. <laughs> but We've I'll, written songs about stupider topics. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this is also true. Um, yeah, well, I'll get on it, I promise. Yeah, so I think what we should do, right, because next week is like the mid-season finale. And we have a whole, what, two months to well, do Well, July, cool so like a month and a half. So yeah, a month like, and a half, yeah. Like, uh, we could do a listener correspondence, mm-hmm. and... I was just trying to like break the mold a little bit on Twitter today, and I'm like, yeah, and anybody else excited for the new Rescue Rangers movie? Oh, yeah. What a I bunch of jerks shitting on the movie. So like, yeah. I was just like being funny and making a threat. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Now I'm going to review the movie, and I'm going to put that right in your right in your podcast feed. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, so now that's going to happen. So it's all good, man. It's going to review <laughs> the Rescue Rangers. I didn't even know there was a Rescue Rangers movie coming out. Yeah. It, it, uh, according to reviews, it's actually really good. Really? Which, coincidentally enough... um, it's very uh, 
Who Framed Roger Rabbit esque. Mm. Like, well, they were detectives, right? They're the rescue rangers, right? But also, it's like tunes living in the real world with oh, yeah. real people, okay, and, and a bunch of cartoon cameos and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Chip, I'm pretty Chip, excited. Chip about and it. Dale, fantastic theme song. Yeah, the Disney nice. Afternoon had some awesome. The Tailspin theme song, when and then, of course, Ducktales. Ducktales is like the the ultimate. Totally, totally. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> where were we now? Uh, basically, they're just going through like what uh, the, the oh yeah the PI that Howard hired uh, his what he's seen his, his Saul ru- doing except for uh, three days ago. <laughs> three days ago, he did catch uh, Jimmy um, pulling about twenty grand from a bank mm-hmm. legally. Legally, but mm-hmm. Howard lit up because you know there's no reason why a lawyer would need that much money right. legitimately. Right. Although, as we find out later. I did there not totally uh, is. I did not check how much twenty thousand dollars in two thousand four money would be today. Uh, about twenty thousand dollars. Get the fuck. Twenty two. How much was it? So it would probably be about forty thousand. It wouldn't double. It yeah, double because because I figured that out later on. Seventeen in the epi- years. I I figured it out later on in the episode for something else, and God. it was about it was about like a dollar ninety five for every dollar. So roughly, it'd roughly be like thirty eight thousand dollars. No wonder I have five jobs and I'm broke. Right. Exactly, man. I had to charge double for my for my for my work. Yeah, increase your rates. Apparently, I've already done that once. But um, I mean, we do find out later what the twenty grand is for, which is pretty cool. What's the twenty grand for? They redid the office. Oh yeah, he built an entire office. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that what was. I assume. And signing bonus for Francesca. Oh yeah, yeah. But she but gets yeah. them up for extra cash every day. Yeah, it took me the second watch to realize, like, oh, twenty grand in cash. Everything you know, he he built an office in like a day. Mm-hmm. That's probably where the money went. Yep. All right. We see the vet again. Yeah. He uh, we interviewed the vet. The vet. We did. I forget his name, but um, Joe. Good old Joe. Something. <laughs> On the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Joe O something. Yep, he's doing uh, experiments with caffeine shots on Jimmy, and then, like this is actually probably the third time I watched it, and this is the first time. That I realized that it's uh, it's dilating Jimmy's pupils. I noticed that upon first watch. Really? Because I was like, the way that yeah. they zoomed in on the face, I was like, is it like... Well, I was looking for it. Is it making his skin like smoother? <laughs> I was trying to figure out exactly what they were going for. And then just now I noticed that his pupil was huge. So are they going to try to give Hamlin a shot? It seems to me what they're doing... Like stick him with something? It seems to me what Joe DeRosa... Is giving there you go to uh, Jimmy. Um, I thought it was I thought it was Derosa, but I didn't want to like mispronounce yeah. it, so I was like Joe, and it was like on the tip of my tongue, Joe Derosa. Yeah, <laughs> Joe guy. Um, also great interview, really super nice guy. Totally. Uh, but I was gathering, so I was looking for the pupils. That's the first thing when he went to the mirror. Mm. I wanted because I assumed they're giving him something to fake a cocaine high. Yeah, and that's what cocaine does to you. Uh, it also makes your jaw swing and you talk like an asshole for like five hours straight without giving anybody else a chance to interject into the conversation. <laughs> or we just call that a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-sided podcast. Mm-hmm. I had a whole conversation about this last night, actually, and comparing it to Adderall. Mm. Apparently, I need Adderall. But yeah, yeah it's kind of confusing. It's, there's, there's, they're being so vague about what this plan is. I don't have any idea. Well, apparently, it involves somehow sticking them with a needle. Sticking with a needle. And make him look like an asshole? Like, is that the whole plan? Make like, him look drugged out. There's a body double involved. 
who that guy thinks is like Bowfinger, where he thinks he's in a movie. <laughs> Lenny? Or they already yeah, shot something. Yeah, Lenny. I don't know. Lenny? It was Lenny. Oh. The actor. The actor. Was, the actor was okay. Lenny. Okay. But yeah, so um, I'm not entirely, like, I haven't put together what their plan is. And we're not doing preview the prior to sit there and speculate on it, but I say that. Um, well, not that I say. I guess. I guess uh, let me rephrase that. Um, I, I I did like that we saw the uh, the vet's little black book, the cipher. Yeah, it was written in Klingon. Yeah. Oh, is Pretty, that what that? Is? I don't have any fucking oh, idea. <laughs> I thought you knew that. No, this got to be some. You would have been Easter impressed. Egg. I would have. <laughs> no, I almost disappointed because that means that you lied to me all the time because you say you never watched Star Trek. I've I've never seen a Star Trek yeah. thing either. Never seen Star Trek. Never seen Star Wars. Never seen Battlestar Galactica. None of that. So None his of that book Star of hieroglyphics, but he has the card for the laundromat cleaner. Mm-hmm. I thought Kim stole that at first. But yeah, it, she just tucks it back into the book. Right. She. Did, it's just a little Easter egg, just like she yeah, says like, it out loud, so you can go. Oh, that's the name of the thing from yeah, the other oh, show. There it is. There it is. Yeah. So, all right. But it's nice to see that the vet is uh, trying to get out of the game. Yeah. Give yeah. himself a little black book and that, that, be on his way. I guess that kind of wraps up his story and why he's not in Breaking Bad, which I don't need. Personally, I don't need to know why people aren't in Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. It can just be the end of their story. Right. It's fine with me. Just right off into the sunset. Even if it's Howard. if Even if like Howard comes out of this fine and then he's just not in Breaking Bad. It was, yep. it was a fun ride for this show. <laughs> It'd be awesome if like at the end of this. Like Howard Hamlin's just like, you know what? I've had enough of this shit. And then he just leaves. And like, that's it. Like, totally anticlimactic. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Well, did we say before in the gene opening when they showed the air freshener that it might have been Howard Hamlin like falling from grace and now he's driving a cab? Yeah. It turned out not to be. And like... they put the air freshener in the courthouse oh. with that little dick tease. Yeah. Anybody else pissed off about that dick tease? Smash the like button, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because they showed it like next week on Better Call Saul, mm. and they show the air freshener, and then it's just like you know some punk kid who's getting harassed by the cops. Mm-hmm. Yep, I shouldn't call him a punk kid. I guess I'm supposed to be sympathetic to his cause, but still, yeah, he punk did. Ass kids. He, he still had weed in his car. Yeah, he did. But yeah, so that was that was a total curveball. Yeah, well, great argument though. Yeah, I, I like that she uh, performed a uh, informal, informal uh, survey. Of the cars in the parking lot. I think everybody has a friend that's been through this. Pulled over for something in the window because they're just trying to catch you with something. Mm-hmm. I, I I have not myself, but because I never keep stuff because I do find it distracting. But plenty of my friends have like. I think I told a story before. We, uh, Me and uh, one of our mutual friends got pulled over uh, for a non-existent stop sign. Uh-huh. And the police officer was like, you guys roll through that stop sign. And we were like, show us the stop sign. And the police <laughs> officer's response was... <laughs> I took it down. No, it was, uh, he, he literally, okay, he literally said this. We're just going to call him Officer Smith because I don't want to use his real name. But he goes. Is it Officer Delaney? Yes. <laughs> He's retired. Who cares? Oh, okay. Okay. So Officer. I'll cut Del- it out. Yeah. Well, I'll cut so it out. Officer Smith goes, you tell your punk friend. I swear to God he said that. I, I heard this story. He Go goes, ahead. you tell your punk friends that Officer Smith is on the streets and I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> And me and our friend started laughing, yeah. and he seemed confused. And of course, because I was a you know smart ass sixteen year old kid, mm-hmm. I go, "Who are you, Batman?" <laughs> and once again, once again, Batman comes up, and then he just kind of let us go. But it was so because he totally John Wayne it. Like, yeah, 
Like well, he, he did. Went, he did that to me. He went back to his car and then he walked towards us and hiked up his like <laughs> hiked up his gun belt and like slightly tucked the shirts in and and like started delivering the line while looking off in the distance for dramatic effect. Right. You know, like you tell your punk friends, "I'm on the streets and I'm in a bad mood," and we just started. Dying laugh. He totally thought he was going to scare <laughs> yeah. two, you know, like two high school kids, and we we just laughed right in his face. He flexed on me. Yeah, yeah. He 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 gave me the uh, up in my face badge to my nose. Well, I'm probably a little taller than him, but whatever. Badge up against me. I've been doing this job for 23 years. You're going to sit here and recite the law to me. <laughs> so I just- said, "You searched my car without my permission." Yeah. So and and I'm and he he just pulled in behind me at a parking spot. We didn't even have his cherries on. And I was like, "Yeah. So what do we do now?" For for, for reference, this sounds ridiculous. It's not like Dave and I grew up. The town that Dave and I grew up in was literally just over three thousand people at yeah, the time. Right. So there was like maybe five cops in the entire There's town. A, a handful of cops. They knew who we were. Yeah. Like we everybody knew knows were. everybody. Right. Right. Like. <laughs> And so everybody knew this one particular uh, police officer. Yeah. It's so goddamn funny. It's so funny. And he's the one that got the canine. Yeah. So he had to get called in. Anytime there's any suspicion of anything, they had to mm-hmm. call this jag off in. Yeah, he lived for it. Totally lived for it. That totally was his lived life. for it. He loved just pushing around small town kids, man. Mm-hmm. That's small town living. Exactly. <sighs> Good I don't times. remember where we're at. I oh, yeah. So we're, so we're in the courthouse. <laughs> Uh, Kim put in apparently 50 hours worth of work <laughs> right. to defend this to, kid. To come up with the excuse. So did she like walk around the parking lot? Like That's what she says. She 20, says she conducted an informal survey. times? I mean, how, how do you get 50 hours out of like that? That's lawyering, baby. Yeah, well, she's good at her job. He is, which it, it impresses uh, Cliff. Yeah, Cliff comes in to, to talk to her. Yeah, uh, I like how he opened with... um. Kind of a fishing expedition, like, oh, what do you think? Like, how'd you end up with Hamlin? Like, how'd you, how'd you end all that? And then I, I think she kind of surprised him by being like, well, I owe him everything. Because she's a step it's, ahead. Right. Well, people are, yeah. And plus, she's getting the benefit of the doubt because even though Saul's a shithead. Right. You know, she's still very much respected. So they're like, okay, well, maybe it's possible right. that even though that they're married, that she's not engaged. Yeah, it's, in still, it's still totally a coincidence that they happen to be at lunch <laughs> together. Right. When the fake Howard Hamlin threw a mm-hmm. hooker out of his car after finding drugs that Hamlin knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably how my wife feels with me. It's because throw people... hookers out of your car off in front of her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's but me. Like... It's me driving your truck around. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> but there there are times where my wife will find out something I've done or something I've said or something mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. You know, like third party. Yeah. And literally have no idea and she'll come home and be like did you say this to this person or did you really do this in public and i'm like yeah it's pretty fucking hilarious and she'd be like well it would be hilarious if like my aunt's cousin didn't tell me about it and i'm like oh well what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah it may i i kind of take it with a lot of pride every time my wife goes you are seriously the most ridiculous human i've ever met yeah. <laughs> I, I get that too, but my girlfriend hasn't met as many humans as your wife has. That's apparently. true. Uh, well, actually, she just calls me a walking cartoon. Yeah. My favorite was one day, because you guys have been together a lot longer than we have. We're mm-hmm. going on three years uh, of living together. But one day, she just goes, okay, are you like this when nobody's around? I said, yeah. yeah. I'm like this no matter who's around. <laughs> and she's like, she's just a walking cartoon. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, pretty much. Like, pretty yeah, much, I don't yeah. change anything for you, other than maybe I'll play it up a little more when you're around to make you laugh, but I'll talk to myself the same way. Right, exactly. I'll sing stupid songs to myself while I'm walking around. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. who we are. That's just how we roll. It's in our nature, man. Exactly. So Jimmy's pupils dilated. Oh, wait, no, I'm in the wrong notes. <laughs> no. So Cliff, Cliff, uh, you know, ask her about the... Uh, the, uh, the Jackson Mercer... Reform Foundation. Yeah, I kept I kept asking you why not to get that right because the Justice Reform Program. I think that's important to know that she has this severe vested interest in a Justice Reform Program mm-hmm. when she shows her true colors later in the episode. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much what what is going to be like her. I don't know apex or like turning point or something like that. Where I think literally, it, it's basically her life's goal, something she really really wants, is going to put her at odds with the man that she loves, and she's yeah. And See, I, I think she takes a choice of like her her lifelong goal. I'm starting to and worry. That's what makes Saul because he he's a lot more smarmy and dickheadish. Like now he's like a rascally little scamp. Where in right. Breaking Bad he's kind of like a he's kind of like a uh, he's more uh, like of a disconnected. He's that slick dirtbag lawyer. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what I mean. And so like if he loses the woman that he loves, <laughs> you know, right? But yeah. listen, I'm thinking. I'm wondering now. I'm back to Kim's going to jail or something. Because literally turning point at the end of the episode, the last mm-hmm. thing of the episode. Yeah. But I don't know if I mentioned that before we started. Like, I'm getting a little worried about Kim's story based on this episode. Because now I'm starting to think she doesn't, like, leave him to get that opportunity. She blows that opportunity mm. and gets caught doing this. Ah. And then she might get locked up or something. Some way taken out of his life. Yeah. So he still will suffer and change because of that. But I don't think she's going to make a choice anymore. Okay. I think she made her choice this episode. Okay. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. So the next thing we open up at Saul's grandmother's law office. <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny way to describe it because <laughs> it's definitely not the Breaking Bad law office. No, it's you know? like a it's like a better homes and gardens. Yeah. Law. Like all I was missing, like if it happened today, there would be live laugh love stickers all over right. the goddamn, <laughs> all over the goddamn law office. <laughs> or live laugh law. Maybe something that says roar with an exclamation. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Boy, there was some sort of uh, yeah. mass produced. Handcrafted folk art hanging on the wall. Right, yeah, <laughs> mass-produced handcrafted folk art. That's right. Exactly. Hobby Lobby. Get your taste of Americana straight from China. <laughs> Just saying. Exactly. It's like the finest. It's the finest brick of brack you could buy at a Cracker Barrel General <laughs> store. <laughs> brick of brack. I don't even know what that means. It's an old-timey term for uh, stuff. Trinkets. <laughs> Trinkets. Trinkets and, yeah. and little. I was trying yeah. to think of another old-timey term, but uh, <laughs> I couldn't either. Knickknacks, kind of, yeah. There you go, knickknacks and trinkets. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yep. put you in your nooks and crannies. Yep, it, you fill know. up your grandmother's hutch with it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you got to get one of the fancy like hutches with the light up. Yes, like, with the light. Oh, uh, it's got to be uplighting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah up, up lights only, please. Right, because you don't want your precious moments casting a shadow on the rest of the. You know, right. Like you want to cast it up. Right? <laughs> exactly. Or your willow tree friends, willow right. tree people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, AKA know, the all. creepy people. Yeah. Because they have no faces. With the, like your porcelain plates that are like hung up around the top of your right. room. Exactly. <laughs> It might have your grandchildren's footprints on them. It mm-hmm. might have little pictures of babies. Like one of those little booklets that has the state quarters in it. Right. <laughs> It'll be worth money someday. Someday. Yeah. I had an aunt that would send me the quarter, the mint, the yeah. collector's edition from the mint mm-hmm. every year. So and then it had like, like the one bigger spot for like the Sacagawea dollar. Right. Right. Yeah. No, no, this is just the quarter nickel dime penny. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's 50 cents worth mm-hmm. of 40 cents or whatever, mm-hmm. 41 cents. One of my kids' great grandmother, uh, for every holiday or every pseudo holiday or just because like sends us two dollar bills. Nice. Like be we have so many two dollar like I 
Previous to being married to my wife, I saw like maybe two two dollar bills in my entire life, and now I see like twenty a year. Well, the problem is if you would have taken that two dollars bill two dollar bills back when you were younger, they'd be mm-hmm. worth four dollars today. I know. Unfortunately, since they're U.S. currency and you didn't exchange them for something else that will appreciate over time, mm-hmm. they're still only worth two dollars. Yeah, I might use them to buy rubles. <laughs> <laughs> They'll seem to be doing okay these days. <laughs> so maybe you can get some cryptocurrency because I hear that market <laughs> is hot right now, right? I got some. I got some. Uh, I got some crypto. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't checked on in a while. Oh, I made my ten bucks and got out. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I. I just. Uh, I. I see. I saw that as like. Uh, kind of like if I, I go to a casino, mm-hmm. like I'm like okay, I'm I'm okay losing right like twenty bucks on a yeah. slot machine. Yeah. So like for fun one day I was like, oh, here's three hundred bucks. Like, right. Just see what happens. Yeah, it's like that. It's like when the lottery gets above six hundred million. Like, why not? You know, it's, it's six hundred million. It's not ten million. It's six hundred. Right, right. Exactly. You know, because because that makes a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hundred grand, I'd be happy. But uh, yeah, and I we were explaining this. Explains this twenty grand because Francesca's been doing some work. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I kind of maybe hope they see how she loses design rights to the office because he he, yeah. he entrusted her with it, and it looks like that. Right, and it definitely doesn't look like it did before. Right, all part of the change. We got one more change. That was coming, a good fake out, though, right? Because they were yeah. because Kim was giving them ideas of how we should look like what, what was the right. whatever the palace justice. of justice. Yeah, it was something ridiculous of yeah. of, of justice, and then now it's like a, a it's like the knitting club. Right, <laughs> what it looks like. full of vagrants and dirt bags. Guys mm-hmm. putting their cigarettes out on the chair. Right, right. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but the water features are coming in soon. That's yeah, nice. exactly. We got to have those, man. Those, yeah. just, they class up the joint. And uh, local actor Lenny, we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. he just really wants to get his part down. Yeah, this he, is he's, a big he's, break. This is a big break, dude. Mm-hmm. This is this is a shot. It was nice seeing the film crew again. Right, yeah. The smarmy, uh, the smarmy camera guy. <laughs> yeah. Right there, like junior college right. students or something like that, right? I, I don't know when the Reynolds available or whatever he says. He's always got a little comeback. And then the girl, she's super sweet, just wants to do a really good job. Mm-hmm. She takes her art a little seriously. <laughs> Yeah. My favorite part of this episode is when uh uh Kim is talking to Jimmy. Uh and uh he asks her if everything's okay. She says we could talk about it later and then they immediately go right to the next room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, another thing, another TV trope to mention later. Mm-hmm. I love when stuff like that happens. Like talk about it later and then they talk right now. Right now or mm-hmm. when you when you when you go to you hear about something you turn on the TV and it's already to the news and already to the top of the story you didn't yeah. miss anything and you don't mm-hmm. have to wait for it. Which I don't understand why TV does that nowadays because like it'd be more realistic if people would just like check their phone. Yeah, check the phone or check YouTube. Yeah, that makes pull up a th- streaming video. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But this also takes place in two thousand four. Yeah, that's true. We still had flip phones and. That's true. Uh, oh, speaking of two thousand four, here's one for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. I watched the thing. Uh, I I read a clickbait thing about you know you're getting old. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, every millennial apparently thinks that baby boomers started industry. Like, they're blaming baby boomers for climate change and, like, all mm-hmm. the industry stuff. Like, it didn't start in, like, the 1800s. It started right. in the 1950s. Uh, the Smashing Pumpkins wrote 1979 in 1995. Mm-hmm. If they wrote that song today, it would be called 2004. Whoa. Mind blown. My girlfriend was mad that I told her that today. She's uh-huh. like, thanks for, thanks for that. <laughs> all um, right. So then we see Keanu Reeves chopping woods. What's his name? The uh Keanu Reeves? The, the John Wick. Huh? John Wick getting ready yeah, for John, John Wick 4. John Wick chopping wood. 
He's got another dog to avenge or something. I never saw the John Wick movies. I hear they're great. Yeah, I hear they're. I hear they're. Uh... Oh, this and the one time I was going to say Smash Cut because it was actually a Smash. It was cut. actually a Smash it's, Cut. <laughs> I don't know what a Smash Cut is. I, I, I just think know. it's a funny term to use. I think it's just an abrupt, jarring, gotcha. you know, change instead of like a wipe or a fade out, fade in. Usually it's mm. a quick fade. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is just like next scene and it's Smash. Literally Smash Chop Cut. Yeah, Chop Cut. Chop Cut. Chop Cut yep. to the chop wood. Lalo shows up, which uh, we're, we're dumbasses, and I, I think we touched on this last week. We didn't yeah, you mentioned it on Twitter. Yeah, like, uh, Go we, ahead. we totally forgot that Lalo got all this information from... Uh, Travels, tra- Travelocity? <laughs> <laughs> the Gnome? There you yeah, go, Gnome from, Nuts, there's a reference for you. From, like, the weird title, <laughs> ca- Cashier's Check Place, like, yeah. out in the middle of nowhere when he Travels. jumped from the ceiling and killed that dude. Travel Centers of America, I think yeah. it was called. Travel Centers of America, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank God I never. Travel centers of I was gonna say, thank God neither of us got murdered while we were working oh at Travel God. Centers of America. Yeah, Dave and I both uh, worked at a truck stop for a time in college, and it was hilarious because um, these people are driving these giant, massive semi trucks, uh-huh. and sometimes you could literally smell the alcohol on them when they would walk in. The oh street. yeah. Oh my God. I got into a fight with a member of the Wu Tang Clan. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. An argument with RZA. I believe it was RZA. And over a pair of shower sandals. It was pretty sweet. It's taken me till till like last week. This came to me. I was describing mm-hmm. the job to somebody about some just stories about the the working at the TA, mm-hmm. and then it hit me. We worked with Dwight Schrute. Oh yeah, totally. Wes was Dwight Schrute. Oh, he it, was. It took me forever to come up with the right analogy for how douchey this guy that we worked with was. Mm-hmm. Totally Dwight Schrute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was more for us. Those than are tales. Tales for another time. <laughs> tales from the TA. Tales from the TA. Uh, I don't. I didn't have that many. I didn't work the late hours or as long as you did there. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I got. Mm. I got stories on stories, my friend. That's right. Anyway, Lalo shows up and uh, dude knows that uh, his shit's in trouble. And well, he- it's private property. I think he's in a location where anybody that is there means to be there. Yeah. So yep. red flag right away. Picks up the axe and runs. That's what I do. Lalo's chasing him. And uh, so I kind of like the little game of like. Uh, cat and mouse. Cat cat and mouse. Axe yeah. and grind. If you will. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought when he hit him with the butt of the axe that he hit him with the the sharp end of, and I like did, gutted I, him. Yeah, I thought so And too. I was sitting there thinking like when I was watching it the first time I was like, oh man, that'd be awesome if they if they went there and he dies because of that dude i had this whole thought that would have been I'm fucking so amazing. glad you said that because i wouldn't have brought this up otherwise but i had this whole rabbit hole in my head about how cool would it be if lalo that dude kills lalo so lalo goes to germany never comes back nobody knows he's there but everybody thinks he's still out there so the paranoia starts just ripping everybody apart right and like summer like, of sam type shit and i and i had the same thoughts about that too because i was like oh well then that makes total sense where he's like you know did Lalo send you? Yeah. Because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know but Nacho's didn't go there. Apparently, he hit him with the butt yeah. of the... Real missed opportunity there, uh, writers of uh, yeah. Better Call Saul. But I'll tell you what. It is a good thing that Lalo thought ahead to bring a razor. I think he just keeps that on him at all times. Just a razor blade? Yeah. For no reason? Probably under the tongue. Yeah. You know, just in case. Just in case. Just, just in case, case you need it in the woods of Germany. Slice some dude's face off. That's some excellent foresight. <laughs> some excellent foresight. That's pretty clever, though. Uh, like, I never would have thought of that in my entire life. To hold yeah. the card up with the razor behind it and do that whole. Yeah. Because you just need a little diversion. 
Yeah, I guess so. And then grab the axe. And... Maybe he does cocaine. Maybe that's why he had us, because he does cocaine and he needs to chop up the cocaine. There you go. I'm going with that. Lalo does cocaine. Yeah, that's probably how he... That's how he keeps his manic energy. Yeah, there you go. That charismatic, handsome son of a bitch. That, that Tony Dalton. That Tony Dalton. He makes my panties moist. <laughs> <laughs> Remember at uh, our last show where I kept saying panties and moist? Yes. Yeah, my yes. dad was super proud of yeah, that. Yeah, your dad was super proud of you for saying yeah. panties. But we oh, also no. got the first fuck, because I'm pretty sure that uh, Carajo, I'm pretty sure... Uh, that's, that uh, translates to fuck. I just took your word for it. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so we got two fucks this episode. Yeah. Right, so this episode does not... not and I'm pretty sure, because I watched I watched it, um, the first two times I watched it, I watched it on AMC. Okay. I'm, I know for a fact it said Carajo, because I remember being like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure the second fuck went by, too. Really? Well, I think you get one. Right. I thought that was an R-rated movies, but I mean... World's going to hell in a handbasket. Why not let everybody cuss nowadays, too? I guess, right? Doesn't wait, does Nacho say fuck? I think so. Yeah, it says fuck maybe, you. Maybe he? because it's such a such a big show. Doesn't that he AMC say fuck being... you to to Hector? I think he does. Like, I, I think he does. Yeah. Maybe they just let it fly because there was no censoring. There was no yeah. sense. I know. Well, we I don't know watch the broadcast. There was no censoring They're... when I watched the live recording of it. You watched the broadcast of it. I right? watched the broadcast. I've never seen the broadcast of it. I always watch it on the app. So I always assume that maybe I'm I'm getting things that they get censored in the broadcast. Yeah, no, version. I don't I don't think they censored on the broadcast. I'll have to go back and watch it, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they don't. Maybe it's also because I would have noticed that. Here, here's the theory for you: the FCC has finally realized that only old people watch TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Kids are going to watch it on the internet. So right. why even censor anything on TV? Because kids ain't watching it. Well, that's what made FX such a big deal when FX that channel first started. Uh huh. Because their whole their whole um, slogan was fearless. Yeah. And they would play movies uncensored. Right. So did IFC. Remember That's the right. IFC channel? After a certain time. Yeah, they would play the un- they would yeah. splice in commercials, but they would right. they would keep all the language and nudity. And, and, and stuff. then they tried Spike TV, but nobody cared because they marketed to douchebags, and douchebags don't watch TV. That's true. They can't even <laughs> spell it really. <laughs> uh, so it took me two times missing it, and you pointing it out to realize that Lalo chopped that dude's leg off. Yeah, totally, totally cut his leg off. Because he's like, here, tie that off. And I was like, tie, well, he got a cut on his head. You can't tie your head off, you'll die. <laughs> yeah, no, he cuts yeah. his ankle off. Because the way it's cut and dark, I yeah. didn't I didn't catch it. Yeah, well, and that's but also why. Show the stump. That's also why I didn't catch that. He hit him with the butt of the, of yeah. the axe, too. And so this time, when I watched it here with you before we started recording, um, you could plainly see, if you were watching, mm-hmm. him hit him with the butt of the axe. But First, co- the first time I definitely thought he hit him with the with the blade, yeah, and of the axe, and I I think that would have been super cool. It would have been. I'm I am dead serious about that. It would have been like so much cooler that if he got killed and then, the, yeah, just the paranoia. It, it's the specter, right? The specter of uh, Lalo is more dangerous than. And they set that up with Gus kind of losing it last episode, right? And Mike's paranoid, and he's out of town, and mm-hmm. yeah. So we cut to Francesca. She be printing. Printing out them papers, yo. Mm-hmm. Contracts and shit. Full lobby of clients, and then this is where the dude puts the cigarette yeah, out on that's the fucking furniture. Yeah. Like a dick. <laughs> he kind of sucks. She calls uh, HHM to get the lowdown on the teleconference. Yeah, and that's where you noticed that the toilet was in the dumpster. Yeah. Good so job on the set finally designers made it out there. and stuff to, to put that little So that, that's reference. what weirded me out is because, you know, typically they would pick up, especially commercial garbage, twice a week. Uh-huh. And earlier you jokingly said that 
he took the twenty thousand dollars and he built like an entire office within a day. Right. So a lot of that work had to have been done. Yeah. <laughs> within the, within the week. <laughs> right. <laughs> because the toilet is in the dumpster. Well, the toilet was not, last to go. That was last to that go. That was last to go. I'm sure they built the entire thing around the toilet. Right, and right. Ceremoniously. They should have kept that as the water feature that right. she was waiting for. They, they, that, that was it could have been waiting, a day. I bet they were waiting for order confirmation <laughs> from the water features right, right. before they took the uh, toilet out. Right. Did did Howard answer the phone when she called HHM and then transferred it to the assistant? I did not pick up that it was Howard. I thought it was just like random voice guy. I thought it was Howard HHM. and then he transferred it to the assistant. I don't think so. Because Howard. To Aaron. Because Howard cleared Aaron. his entire week. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think it was just, and I think it came up mm-hmm. HHM assistant on the credits, the mm-hmm. subtitles that we had on. Yeah. Yeah. So she makes the call, gets the info, and yeah, then, the mediation uh, meeting info and the passcode for uh, teleconference. The name that Stuber, 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 Miss Stuber. What? Her mom, her fake mom, is oh, Stuber, yeah. and she's the one. She actually is a character in the show. Mm-hmm. Just want to throw that out there. And we had the dupe in and the water feature. Yeah, well, because well, one know, of the water features. That's what you do when you're really, really drunk. Yeah. Usually you're closer to twenty, mm-hmm. not fifty. Right. But you know that's the kind of client. Go ahead, Dave. You know you want to say it, so go for it. Nope, I'm cool with it. Nope, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about how you peed in the living room of our apartment in college. We already told the, the story on a different podcast. Well, I'm just saying mushrooms <laughs> are awesome. That wasn't mushroom night. Oh. Mushroom well, night was a different experience altogether. Mushroom, <laughs> that was mushroom, power hour night, sir. Yeah, mushroom night for you <laughs> was three nights for me. Because every time I tell that story, uh, I, I still feel like I was up for three days straight. It was pretty funny. And I, I do specifically remember that. Um, I do specifically remember that after long story short, I was tricked into doing mushrooms and to like kind of You drank the tea. Right. But they tricked me into drinking the tea. Yeah. And so to pay back, I drank all the tea. Right. And instead of everybody being mad, it was just kind of everybody just kind of stood back and watched. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And, and then you uh, left. And uh, that night was the one of the best three nights of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we were playing like NWO versus WCW? Heck yeah. And you and, kept saying the game was real? Yeah. I was like, I was like, Dave, I can't fucking do this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But like, we're uh. like. I feel like it was like a long time afterwards. Like if, if I uh, would like have a few beers or mm-hmm. anything, I'd feel like I was tripping again. It's a very similar feeling. Being super uber drunk and tripping to me is kind of a similar. My feeling. only disappointment was it triggers the receptor. My only disappointment because I remember some of the like visuals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But my only disappointment about being on mushrooms was um, everybody would tell me don't look in the mirror because I guess that's a big thing with acid. Yeah, I would never do acid because like no, any, anything chemical is automatically a no for me. Yeah, but like um. I remember how's being that, so how's excited. Wine, how's that wine cooler treating you? This is not a wine cooler, by the way. <laughs> what I am drinking is it's a, a Crook and Maker uh, Cocolata. Yeah. So it's like a. I'm pretty a sure the ingredients are 90% chemicals. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, no, because it clearly says right there USDA organic. Okay. Yeah, just saying. That means a lot. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway. I'm just saying, I was so excited because somebody's like, well, don't look in the mirror. And I'm like, why? Yeah. And, the, and they told this. me like you, you'll freak out, and because you'll get like some crazy visual. Because and then they gave me some bullshit about like your like subconscious and stuff like that. So I, I remember being super excited mm-hmm. and running to the mirror and sitting there staring, and uh, that was the most normal I felt all night because like it didn't distort my reflection no. or anything. I remember being so disappointed on that. same thing, same thing the first time I did it. I heard the same tales, went yeah. to the mirror, and went like 
It's my face. Right. Like, nothing cool happened. Right. Mushrooms is not nearly as visual as acid, so I hear. Yeah. So I hear. Yeah, and that's not even us us being coy. Like, I I, I don't think... Again, acid is one of those things. I've probably been around people on it. Oh, yeah. But I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've, I've, uh, I've had it, like, you know... Tried to force into my mouth, mm-hmm. to like almost touching my lips, and somehow managed to get away. Just couldn't um, do it, and I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I am afraid of my own mind. Yeah, that's one of the phrases. Don't be afraid of your own mind. Okay. So anyway, you enough about, uh, about me and Dave's drug abuse <laughs> or lack thereof. Dare drugs abuse resistance. So anyway, when I did note that when Francesca calls HHM, she kind of sucks. <laughs> So sitting here watching this with Dave, <laughs> I heard he slash she sucks probably a good like six times in this episode. Every episode has a theme, and the theme of this episode is she sucks. People suck. She sucks. It's all she she's. Sucks. She sucks. She sucks. I think I said I don't like bad acting of bad acting was yeah. my phrase. It wasn't that bad. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. We see Mike at the laundromat. Yeah. Well, he's just, you know, picking up his dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyrus, uh, I guess, uh, called him there to kind of get the uh, rationale for his decision making. Yeah, I guess that's a f- that's a fair way to put it. I just put he asked about pulled guys. Yeah, Mike loves to pull guys. That's for sure. <laughs> sure. Only not uh, not the guys in Almeida though. They don't pull those guys. Mm-mm. Just guys. Just, he pulls his own guys. Right, right. Because you know he can handle himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did know. I did know because we watched with closed caption. Yes. On. And I did note that uh, uh, Mike brings Brian coffee. Yeah. And in the closed caption, it was Brian with a Y. Nice. So he was definitely a correct Brian. Okay. Not the incorrect bullshit Brian with an yeah, I. Yeah, not the Brian's. bullshit Brian with an I. Yeah. Not don't... an I guy. Y guy. No. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just putting it out Wait. there. <laughs> but yeah, we had to go over the Almeida Street that he's he's keeping security at Stacy's house, um, even though Stacy kind of sucks. I'll get to I'll get to why Stacy sucks in a second. Okay. Actually, but what was the deal with that? Like to me, I was like, is he watching them in their so, like? Is he inside their house watching them in their backyard? No, I or mean, is he like in I an just put, house? he's he's spying on his own family for one. Right. Uh, no, he's like he's in a, he's in an adjacent house, telling them he's out of town. Right. Well, all these things settle down or whatever the hell is going on. Right. Because he's keeping Lalo away from them. Right. Presumably to protect them. It's a long shot. Yeah. So like Batman, can't get too close to people. Mm -hmm. You got to keep your distance. Mike is Batman. Plus Mike's parents are probably dead as hell. Right. And I'm sure he watched (laughs) them get murdered in an alleyway. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Seems like something. No, actually he watched his son get murdered in an alleyway. It's the inverse of Batman. Right. He lost his son to cops. Right. That's why he's a he's more of, He's more of a Thomas. He's more of the Thomas Wayne Batman that's been showing up in comics lately. Is that for real? Yeah, there's like a, a Batman comic where like, what if Batman's dad, Thomas Wayne, was Batman? Then there wouldn't be Batman's dad. So DC Comics is failing so bad. Like literally <laughs> almost all their comics are like some version of Batman. Oh, God. Right? So there's like the mainline Batman. Uh-huh. And that used to span, like, when we were young, it used to span, like, four titles, right? It'd be, like, Detective Comics, Batman, Batman uh-huh. Legends of the Dark Knight, and yeah. Batman something else. Those were all, like, mainline Batman. Okay. And then they would just always have just random Batman stories. Yeah. But now, because anything Batman is gold, mm-hmm. like, nowadays in comics, there's, like, Thomas Wayne Batman. 
There's like the Batman who laughs, which is like, <laughs> but it's almost feeling like anything Batman is more of akin to Beanie Babies, mm-hmm. as in the bubble is about to burst, right? Which is I, it has to, yeah, yeah. But um, it's a Thomas Wayne Batman. Yeah, there's a Thomas Wayne Batman. Thomas Wayne is Bruce Wayne's dad. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Not interesting. Not interested. No, no, I'm good. I, I made it about 20 minutes into the new Batman movie. I liked the new Batman movie. Um, up until like the, f- I guess it'd be the fourth act, mm-hmm. the whole extra thing at the end. If you just would have stopped it when they caught the Riddler, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, then I would have been fine with that. But then the whole extra thing at the end, it's just, it's this little tacked on commentary on society or whatever. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. Lame. Yeah. He has to cut himself free of the chains of society <laughs> and lead the people through the waters of the oppression and no. whatever it is. Like I, I liked his Batman. I did not like his Bruce Wayne. Okay. I don't need an emo Bruce Wayne. He's a billionaire playboy, right? Well, that's his, that's his facade. Right. Right, not, but not like, doesn't Mr. it take Broody. place? Like, isn't it like the second year of Batman though, when he's still like all pissy and shit because his parents are dead as hell? I don't know. I like. I mean, the it, may, it, may, it makes better. it makes sense, but I guess right. That was so you're saying from... he hasn't developed the facade yet, and he's still working his way through his emotions. But I thought his parents were killed when he was like eight. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's yeah. had many, many years to get over it. I think he's just emo Batman. I like the meme where it's like the next Batman is just going to be a black screen because oh. it's just darker <laughs> it's just and darker and darker. darker. Um, that was the guy from Twilight, right? Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, decent Batman. I was right, okay and he was a vampire. Yes, sparkly vampire. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm. I, I can almost guarantee I'm not the first person to make this observation. So, uh-huh. he's a vampire that turned into a bat. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's vampire bat. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Yeah. I'm not the first person, obviously. <laughs> you may be the first person. I'm I've very actually pop heard culture ignorant. Like. Out loud, though, I actually haven't heard anybody say that out loud. Really? Maybe once or twice. He's like a reverse vampire. Exactly. Instead of <laughs> he's a reverse vampire, he only comes out when the sun is out. Also, the moon is just reflecting the sun's light rays, so even vampires should probably still disintegrate in the moonlight. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Just saying. Right. But, and well, in Twilight, they can go out in the sun; they just sparkle. I don't like how Stacy doesn't even say hi. How rude. Right? She just starts talking? Mm-hmm. No, no she kind of sucks. <laughs> this is why Stacy sucks. All and right. this is another trope I hate. Okay, lay you, it on. You, you, you bring out the telescope. It's not a small telescope. Kind of takes a little bit of work. It's like you the s- fucking Hubble. You, you set it up. <laughs> you do this stuff. You get Grandpa on the phone. You find one constellation that Stacy goes, okay, we got to pack it up and go to bed. Yeah, I think you would understand if you're a parent. <laughs> would you really do that for five, like five minutes, less than five minutes? Yeah, uh, I you know what I don't know because as a parent, like anybody who's a parent of like uh, like for example, my kids love playing video games. Mm-hmm. You know, right? And I'll come downstairs and we'll set up all four of the controllers on the Nintendo Switch uh-huh. and play like one thing of Just Dance and be like, "Yep, well, time for bed." Like, let's head well, upstairs. Yeah, but you're not in Chattanooga. That's true. Allegedly over the phone, I it would it would just I wouldn't even care. And wouldn't even comment on it if he did some little brief time lapse, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's on like Pisces, and yeah. they give the illusion that they've been on the phone for a little right, bit. right, right. Because I know you're condensing it for TV, right, of course. But all it's right, that's seriously, a good point. one constellation. Like, see the Big Dipper? Okay, time for bed. That's a good point. How's she gonna learn? One constellation at a time. There's at least twelve of them. <laughs> there's got to be like <laughs> six, seven dozen stars in the sky. Yeah, exactly. At any given time. I mean, I can depending name, on the solstice. I can name twelve stars. Go. 
Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Wait, nice. I don't know. Pol- the magazine. Polaris. Uh-huh. Sirius. Mm-hmm. The North Star. Right. I think that's one that I've already said. Uh, the Big Dipper. That's the Constellation. Yeah. Sagittarius. Okay. The Andromeda Strain. Okay. <laughs> that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Brad Pitt and Kevin Nealon. <laughs> Kevin Elon, yeah, that's, that's a big one. That's I don't even know. Honestly, I can't name twelve stars. I could at one point. I used to know all three of them in the Ryan's belt. Son, <laughs> duh! <laughs> I didn't even name our son, <laughs> which is why we now call. Just him. like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> just won't acknowledge the son. <laughs> we'll just let him name himself when he gets of age. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. All right, so here we go. So, yeah, Stacy sucks. Okay, so Kim's staring at the vision board again. Yeah, Jimmy doing dishes. Mm-hmm. That's how it opens up. Mm-hmm. Jimmy doing dishes. Just like my life. Yep. Doing dishes. I do the dishes, yeah. Yep, Kim at the vision board. Yeah. Uh, backsplash of their apartment still sucks. Yeah. Still annoys the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of kind of pissed off that the set designers didn't change that. Right. <laughs> After listening to our podcast I mean, episode hope, like a week late. Right. I hope, hope somebody got fired for that. <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of nice though. Like I, I guess thinking about it though, I do kind of like it that um that they went for a picnic at HHM. Yeah, Omaha Beach, and then I made some crack about how they actually stormed like five beaches. Um, just mm-hmm. Omaha was the big one. That was the one that the U.S. stormed, or one of the ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, they're going to the scene of the crime before the crime. Mm-hmm. Interesting tactic. Yeah, I Maybe. mean, most buildings have security cameras outside, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was nineteen ninety four. Two thousand four. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I meant. Plus 10. That's right. Plus 10. Plus a decade. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, they're really excited about this plan. Yep. D-Day, as they call it. And then Saul goes and buys a bottle of Zafiro. Zafiro, yeah. Zafiro. Un, un, the word after it is the plant. I, I, we. Yeah. All I have here is that it costs $495, and that would be $965 today. Wow. No, see, now you're doing 1983 math again. No, I'm not. That That is 2004. 2004 math is doubled. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. It was more than doubled in 1983. It was tripled. Yeah. God, this inflation. Thanks, yeah. Obama. Uh <laughs> Why not? That's kind of where we're at, you know. Like you always got to blame stuff on like. <laughs> well, that's the that is the meme. Thanks, Obama. Is, right. is the meme. Did you ever see the one where he, I, I didn't say this on the show already? He has the cookie in the milk, and mm. the cookie doesn't. It's Obama, and he can't fit the cookie in the glass, and he just goes, "Thanks, Obama." <laughs> <laughs> I blow up my employees' minds because, like, like everybody else in the world, like, like you know, got to talk politics and all that stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I blew their mind the other day because I, I just like, like. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> like, and I was just like, uh, so of course somebody had to make some comment about Biden or something like that. And of course mm-hmm. that prompted somebody to say something about Trump. And Of course. It, like, yeah, just goes into stupidity. Still relevant. And I was just like, man, I just wish we'd quit voting in Hitler. Right. Exactly. Like, what? Yeah, I'm, every, like, every I'm like, I don't know. Like, as long as I can remember every president. Every that, president. Every president since I've been alive has been Hitler. Right. I'm like. Somebody claims they're Hitler. We should just really stop voting that guy. We, yeah, like, like every every president is Hitler. Yep, it's exactly. so funny. Everyone it's, I don't it's like. Funny how is the other, yeah, everyone you don't like is a Nazi. Yeah, you don't need know what a Nazi is. The only thing 
that I really like cared about or miss about a former president is, um, I mean, Biden is kind of hilarious because the brain doesn't work, but at least Obama <laughs> had a sense of humor. Yeah. I really liked having a president with a sense of humor policies and whatever aside, it was nice to have a president with a sense of humor. Right. Exactly. And we haven't had that in 12 or nine, Something like 10 years, and however long 2016. So eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I'm definitely not going to have it with this administration. Although Kamala Harris does laugh a lot. No, well, it's it's to show you that you're an asshole, but she does laugh a right. lot. That's good because I laugh yeah. at assholes all the time. But yeah, I was I, that was one of my favorite jokes is because everybody blamed Obama for everything. So right, his yeah. cookie didn't fit. Yeah, well, you know, we should stop. We should stop uh, voting in Hitler. Yeah. Well, this time <laughs> I'm voting for Mussolini because he was a big pussy. Yeah, and it blows their mind too because I'll be like, I, I don't really talk politics. Right. They're like, why? I'm like, because growing up you just didn't talk politics. Like, I don't give a fuck. I just I just accept that somebody might feel different than I do. Yeah. And it's not my job to convince somebody otherwise. Right. And I'm also not going to stand there while somebody tries to oh, convince me otherwise. It's so hard to fight that instinct, though, man. See, for you, but for me, for me. But I'm, I'm pretty me, easy yeah. at blowing people off. So I'm right. just like, oh, okay, cool. You feel right. different than I do. Like, yeah, I have to fight it. Like, I go on, I was even going to say, like, I go on Twitter to interact with our fans. Uh-huh. And I have to just straight to the search bar, ISGM <laughs> podcast, because if I start scrolling... I'm, and I've seen stuff from like our fans where I'm just like, oh, I don't want to hate you. Like, <laughs> like, I keep watching our show. I just keep moving on. Like, say your thing is fine. Like, and I'm, all, we're both for, all for that stuff. Say whatever the hell you want. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. but yeah, to, 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 it, we used to get into stuff in college, and that was what turned me off. Was I would get into that stuff as a drunk twenty year old. Then you realize like I'm drunk and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. about. <laughs> right. So you don't know what you're talking about, and I don't know what I'm talking about. At least we're self aware enough to know we don't know what we're talking about, and our opinion doesn't matter. That's true. Everything you say and do doesn't matter. Which is why we started a show called the Nothing Important Podcast. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking matter. Which is what led us to you guys. Mm-hmm. But when they find a uh, casino, Casamero? Casamero. Right, because like, uh, um, casino. Judge Falls casino. in line trying to buy this uh, tequila. Uh-huh. And he sees uh, Mr. Casamero has like a, a sling and a broken ass arm. And mm-hmm. then that's the second fuck of the episode. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I, I I think that might be three fucks this season. I'm pretty sure Nacho said it. Pretty sure Nacho said it. And then I yeah. almost want to say there's one an episode. He and said, then, "Fuck you, Jimmy." Howard says, "Fuck you, Jimmy." Was that this season or was that last season? I think that was last season towards the end. That's when Howard lost it because he's been he's been pretty mundane. I think it been. was this season, but I I'll, my, I have written three different notebooks, so I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Which I would flip back to the episode if I was in the same notebook all season. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was that's good. This... Save your notebooks because one day they'll be in the podcasting hall of fame. Exactly. <laughs> we went the important in... wing of the podcasting hall of fame. See, that's the thing about being a podcaster is like you know the the barrier for entry is so high. That right. Only only those of us are the most elite. <laughs> that's right. The 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 cream of the crop, if you will. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the remember you know... we did that interview with somebody and they were like, "Do you guys think that we're in the golden age of podcasting?" And I just started laughing. I'm yeah, like... we're just like, "No, it hasn't started yet." Right? Yeah. Like nobody we, gives we, a fuck. Nobody knows. That was a fun conversation. That was Bex, something like Bex that. from England, which I found out was uh, an English shortened version of Rebecca. No, oh. I think. Gotcha. But yeah, that was fun. She wanted to talk to two Americans about podcasting, and we humored her, and it was yeah. She has some interesting questions. Yep, and exactly. No, this is not the golden age of podcasting. So anyway, long story short, for some reason, him having the cast on his arm totally fucks up the plan. So yeah, because they're using a body double, and mm-hmm. that's all I know. Old Lenny. 
Not really a body double. Remember, they're like doing a documentary, so I'm curious to see. I thought no docudrama was the the motivation. Oh, he was like, think docudrama. Yeah, no, you don't stray, don't improvise. Yeah. You have to do this yeah. thing right. But I guess the most important takeaway is that um, Saul tried to call it off. Yeah, let's call the whole thing off. He right, says. like we'll regroup. And then and then Kim was like, it you know, to quote uh, King Koopa in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, mm-hmm. uh, he who coops and runs away lives to coop another day. Or what, recoup, if you will. If you will. Yeah, I got that's, you. That's what Saul was trying to do. Okay. And Kim was not having it. No, she said it happens today. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around. And she kind of sucks. <laughs> and the end of the episode. Yeah. Then I think that might be the most important move that she's ever made. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But she's definitely, like I said, she chose getting one over on Hamlin mm-hmm. over justice reform. Yeah. Showing her true colors. Relating back to the opening scene of the episode. Yep. It's a Kim bookend. If you will. If you will. Or even if you won't. Or if you may. I don't know. Might, yeah. But yeah, that's... uh. Okay, so overall, another another enjoyable episode, but again, it was more easy listening than hard rock. Right. Except for at the end. Really started to pick up at the end. Right. Also, working with younger people, here's uh one little joy that... that <laughs> has nothing to do with Better Call Saul. But one thing that young people will never enjoy... Right? Uh-huh. Like, you know how people talk about, like, little things that make you happy? Uh-huh. I always say, um, going into an arcade and pressing the start button on every pinball machine, and every once in a while, you'll get the one that'll give the free game. Uh-huh. Because they used to be set for that every so often. They would give a free game for kids right. that wanted to push the start button just to, like, rope them in to spend more money, right? Right. They used to be, like, the greatest joy in the world. But I just realized today, with talking with some of my employees, uh, they'll never understand the joy of accidentally or listening to a whole CD and forgetting that it was on play. And then like 10 minutes later, a whole secret song plays. I know. Or there'll be like some secret skit. Right. Or like, uh, there's even been, I don't remember what CD it was, but I just remember there was just like this, like super loud, ungodly noise. Yeah. That just happened to like spook you. Right. Like people like younger than us probably will never there is experience a, that because like how, because if it's an MP3, you'll see that like, why is this three minute song? Well, like 20 minutes long. When, when, uh, there, there's two two ways that you could check that because one was you can check the track length when the track length became up and it was you know track length to go right because you know it'd be like oh there's 15 minutes left to go so you know it's coming up yeah or I think it was it is it Tool's album Undertow I think it's track 69 oh so it just it just sits there and skips through tracks for a minute oh and then once it gets to 69 then it plays um so you can kind of yeah like scan ahead and, and kind of check it there is a live streamer that my girlfriend listens to and i think it's a glitch or an accident or maybe he does it on purpose as an ode to this but he'll go off the air and the stream keeps running for about five minutes and then there's a little noise that's like clipped out of the show it'll just repeat hmm. and sometimes i'll get home and that's going and it scares the shit out of me <laughs> or i get home i lay down in the silence mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like bah, bah, yeah bah. and it, it's so yeah it's almost like a secret track i'm pretty like sure that. i used to have a like I think it's one of the They Might Be Giants CDs, mm-hmm. where before every every song, there's 15 songs on a CD, but before every song, there'd be like this really weird, short, like, um, like say, like 10-second mm. audio. Yeah. But if you cut them all up and you put them together, it made one bonus song. That's so it was like, remember he had the preview, and it would play 15, like, yeah. that's probably what it was. It would play 15 seconds of the next song. That's right. If you put it on preview, and you started at song one, with the preview, it would basically play a bonus song. Oh, that's kind of cool. 
That is really cool. That's they might be giants cool. are fucking awesome. That's why. Yeah, why don't people do stuff like that anymore? No, because CDs don't exist. Yeah, because people don't consume that stuff anymore. Or yeah. just find a way to be that clever with the current technology. Right, right. You know, they adapted the secret track from tapes to CDs and found a mm-hmm. way to be clever with it. Beck did a, his whole thing where he put out sheet music and said, make your own album. Yeah. Like, why don't people being cool, clever with stuff? They're just like, oh, I want to make a song, put it out there. Yeah. Wow. All right, long rant. Anyway, yeah, pretty no. good episode. Uh, I'm pretty yeah, interested but... to see what um, uh, see what happens next week. So I guess what we're going to do is we'll do next week. Then yeah. we'll do uh, listener correspondence. Yeah. And then we'll review uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. We'll do that. <laughs> we can do um, maybe like a mid-season preview with a prior of uh, of fan theories. So we can do like okay. listener correspondence could be reacting to stuff and, and nice messages people have sent. Yeah. And like maybe little predictions, but if somebody wants to like straight up give us some theories about where things are going at the halfway point of the season, we can do a nice preview of the prior, or uh, yeah, preview of the prior, and then it kind of predict the second half of the season. Okay, because people have asked for it. I think yeah. they just want that awesome theme song. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I missed it to the point where I sat and remixed it one day, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So yeah. okay, and we owe you guys songs. Well, with that, yeah, we, we owe you guys some stuff. We know. It's just been a really weird year for us um, after a two-year hiatus. So, anyway, hit us up at Twitter, ISGM Podcast. Uh, email us at nothingimportantpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, with that, Dave, all the